Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you like what we do here and you want us to continue to pump out this great content, go ahead and click that subscribe button and turn in your ring notifications. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and our episodes come out every Monday at 8 p.m. And before we head over to the podcast, I wanted to send out a big thank you to our sponsors. I'm looking to buy or sell your home this fall. Working with Alessandro Divino of Compass is the right move. Visit AlessandroDivinoHomes.com today and experience the difference of working with a realtor that puts you first. And by ASF Sports and Outdoors. Located at 1560 Post Road East in Westport, ASF Sports and Outdoors is your community hub for all your sporting goods. ASF Sports and Outdoors, expert advice every day. And congratulations to Gabriela DeBrito of the Girls Staples soccer team. Gabriela won for the Prep Zone Student Athlete of the Month in September. Thank you so much for everyone that voted. We had over 2,000 votes and Gabby came out on top. We'll be stopping by their practice to hand her the t-shirt and the gift card from ASF. Thank you, everyone. And now, let's head over to the podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Prep Zone Podcast. Today is my privilege to have you the Staples Girls Volleyball Team. I got with me Lucy, and I got with me Easy, and I got Siobhan. How are you ladies doing today? I'm good. How are you? Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're very excited to have you here. And uh, they are part of the Staples Volleyball Team, Girls Volleyball Team. Uh, last year, you guys uh, had a really good season. Uh, Lucy, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, you made all the way to the uh, state quarterfinals. Yeah, I think we had a really strong team last year and also really diverse with our offense mostly. I think we had really strong outsides, right side, and middles, which and they were all seniors, which was a blessing and a curse because now they're gone and we're now we're um, kind of figuring out, okay, what's our new offense now? Like, what's our strategy? Because we did lose some big hitters last year, and I think that was our – biggest um accomplishment when it came to how we won games it was our offense yeah and, and, and you know easy it seems like what happens with high school you tend to almost like restart every year right have returning players but you always have to find your niche how does that go in this season you're two and two how have the games been so far well we've so we lost all of our middles even the middles that were coming up so i used to hit outside and now i'm hitting mm-hmm. in the middle which has definitely been an adjustment um and we have a lot of people who are going from pin to pin every game and, you know, trying new positions. So that's really what we're building up right now um, is kind of diversifying our offense in a time where it's things have been changing. Yeah, it, and like I said, it happens, right? Every year with all high school sports, you seem to always start over, but not really because you have some returning players and you guys all being seniors, you experience that. And Siobhan, how are the two games been? I know you guys are 2-2 two and two so far. How are the games been so far? How Can you walk through a little bit of how those two four games have been? Yeah, so we've definitely had quite the variety of games. We've had good ones. We've had some tough ones like Ward. It was quite a battle. We... Uh, tried to come back set after set, but didn't really pull it together. But it was definitely a learning experience, and we came back and won in five against Weston, which was great. It was a lot of good competition, fun rallies, and it showed us that perseverance matters and that we mm-hmm. are capable of doing it. 100%. And, Lucy, what would you say is your biggest competition this year going into the season? Wh- who are you looking for to, for to play? Um, biggest competition, I mean, Ward, we already have played Ward. They are a really strong team. I think... I mean, we lost to them, but I think that game also, they played excellent, and we, I think, played a little down. I think if we gave more of a battle, we, there would have been more of a chance. But, I, I mean, agree. Ward is so fun to play. That Like, they're great. Um, so I'd say Ward, Darian, and Trumbull, I think. Like, what Trumbull's do you guys think? Fun, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, is it work? And walk me through a little bit of that, Easy. 
I believe that if you play a team twice, only the second one counts towards the season, the division stand. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I'm actually not sure. Yes. On it, it's yes. The war game is. was not counted in the our war, okay. Division. Right, because I see that you guys are currently leading the division. Like yeah, you're two and two, but you one and all at their gym away. Right. So I mean, it it definitely like the games are weighted a little bit differently because mm -hmm. the division games counts a little bit more than the regular season, right? Yeah. And I think last year you guys made all the way to the quarters. You uh. I think you you weren't ranked that high, but you surprised a few teams, right? So talk totally. about that a little bit, how that went. I mean, Connard, that was that was so that fun. Was I mean, that was just such a game playing in their gym. I mean, I've never even heard of Connard before we played them, and I think we all really did our homework that game. Like for context, they were the f like one seed. Yeah, they were like the number one seed. So it it was <laughs> right. crazy. And we were somewhere in the twenties. It was it was such a fun game. But mm -hmm. I think the whole team we spent a lot of time watching film beforehand and preparing and um running plays it was it was a great game it was so much fun yeah and, and Siobhan I you know I've been following volleyball closely and I know it's like when somebody gets to the gym it's an extremely exciting sport because it's point by point and I feel like especially like the blocks and the hits are like so powerful mm -hmm. especially a, a block in the middle nothing excites the crowd more than that right, yeah, right? and a, as you guys are playing and you're doing that what what is a play that like every time you do and it's talk about doing plays that really brings the best out of the team i would say like a clean kill like just an outside middle and any hit really that just hits clean the floor no one touches it from the other side mm -hmm. it's just it's like especially if it comes from like an insane dig so like siobhan, yes. totally yeah. totally siobhan digs like the other team slams it like it should have been a kill siobhan gets it up i set it to the outside or set it to the middle and it's a great hit like those are always those are great like huge the push fun momentum. saves too like people diving on the ground that just brings the momentum mm. just this energy that that just really pushes our it's so great yeah like i said i you know it, it's so great because it's the weather can be horrible outside you're nice inside a comfortable gym right everybody's mm -hmm. having a good time and watching and one thing that i noticed too a lot watching your games is that and and i'm now i'm speaking to someone who's not so familiar with volleyball after every point, you guys kind of huddle in the middle, mm -hmm. right? What is said during that point over there? Is it encouragement? Is it like get the next play? Can you, um, Lucy, can you talk to me about that? What is that yeah, said in that I little mean, huddle in the center? I feel like it's it's quick. You don't have – you really can't even get a full sentence in, but, I mean, it's kind of all of the above. Like you're – if after it's a really big point and we won the point, it's like great hit, like great job. Like we're all like super hype, like – hyping each other up if it was after a point where maybe we made a mistake well like i'll talk to my hitter like how was that set was that set to inside was it like this or hey that pass like how, oh who's going to get that ball next time if it dropped between two people like just kind of quickly trying to get in as much information as possible and just kind of being connected like if we didn't huddle in and we were all five like six feet apart at all times just on the court after every play like we would not improve at all it's like right. where it's where we can grow and then Okay, next play. Like that play's over. Now what's next? We always say reset. Yeah, like in reset. our huddles, we go yeah. reset, reset, reset. New and point. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. And I also want to talk a little bit about, uh, and I'll ask you, Izzy, about preparation. Right? You, you guys mentioned how you were prepared. You watching film, and sometimes you may think, well, volleyball is kind of like I know it's not easy. You know it's not easy. But some can look and say, oh, you know, you just kind of playing the ball around. There's a lot of preparation that goes into it. So w talk us a little bit about how do you guys prepare for a game. Well, I mean, we have practice every day. Part of it, I think, I think a lot of it is the mentality, like having a really good practice before the game and being really focused. Um, I think that's super important. I mean, for the big games, like in the in the championships and stuff, um, in the playoffs, we'll watch film and stuff like that. But I think a huge part of it is just mentality. And in practice, 
um, kind of getting those plays down when we don't have another team like that we don't know playing against us and just kind of um, we do like serve receive and stuff like that kind of to mimic what the game would actually be like and we run through our rotations just making sure that we have the stuff that we can control on our side down. Yeah. And also like the, the hours before the game, the night before the game, like good sleep, like right an hour before the game, like an hour before the game, our game starts, which is usually always 5.30, but it normally actually starts at 6. So we're all at the gym at five or at 4.30, like suited up. Like we're going to start our warm-up. We're going to become a team an hour before so that we're not just thrown, thrown onto the court at 5.30. You know, like we're getting warm. We're like communicating, talking about what the game's going to be like, like mm-hmm. being a team. Mm-hmm. It's important. And you talked about a team. So, uh, Siobhan, I want to ask you, uh, we talked early on about, you know, you guys mentioned how there was a lot of seniors last year and you guys are seniors this year. How do you prepare the next generation. So you guys are seniors, you know, this is your last year. Mm-hmm. So how do you prepare the team? And, and talk. And, and second follow-up to that is, are you guys senior heavy this year? A lot of sophomores, a lot of juniors. Talk to me about how the team is this year and how you prepare the team for next year. So I believe we have eight seniors this year, and we took three sophomores, um, and we have, I think, six juniors. Yeah. yeah. But that when it comes right. to how many are playing on the court, it's even. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And how do you guys like think about preparing for next year? So the follow up to that, how do you prepare? Like, do you guys kind of bring the young players along? And uh, is there some coaching going on? Is you guys being captains? How does that work? Yeah. Lu- <clears throat> Sorry, Lucy and I have both been playing at Northeast Volleyball Club for a while now, and they have great coaches there. And when we've just been taking like piece and bits of like great coaching advice that we've gotten and. We see something that could be helpful to say to the underclassmen. We will totally give them that pointer, and mm-hmm. hopefully they they can make that change. And they're wonderful, wonderful girls, and very coachable. They're getting better every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shep's doing a great job. And also, yeah, like putting the word out. Like, th- I mean, this summer, me and Siobhan, we organized open gyms for all incoming mm-hmm. freshmen, and so one day was for all incoming freshmen is twice a week and then the next day it was for any returning tables volleyball players just to like get playing before the season starts and like putting the word out on instagram and using social media and just word of mouth like hey try out for the tables volleyball team like all these new incoming freshmen and now we have a great freshman team like mm-hmm. zrenda the freshman coach was saying that this is one of the best freshman teams she's ever seen in a while because one i think Again, shout out to Northeast Volleyball Club. I think they're changing volleyball in Connecticut, and a lot oh, of these absolutely. incoming. I, I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah, a lot of these incoming freshmen um, have like played there, and they did clinics there over the summer. And I feel like we really just tried to put a, put the word out there, like, hey, like, what's like, what what are you gonna lose? Like, try out for volleyball. And I think all these girls are coming in with such a good attitude. And like today, we did a joint practice with JV, and then freshmen took the gym. So it's like working with the younger players, like they're the next generation. Because once we're gone, like the the ball's in their hands. So yeah, right. like really working with all ages um, in the community. Yeah, and a big shout out I'll give to you guys that you know me being a parent of volleyball player, I go to these tournaments, mm-hmm. and it, it's massive, right? I mean, the volleyball tournaments are held in huge convention centers. Mm-hmm. And you have 8,000 volleyball players at a weekend playing in Boston, for example. We went to that one. So it's crazy, right? I mean, so we know the sport's really growing. So now I wanted to shift a little bit and talk about, you know, you guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Lucy, what's next for you after high school? What are you looking to do next year? Have you got a college in mind? Walk, walk, walk me through that a little bit. So, well, when it comes to volleyball, I wish I could have played volleyball in college, but I basically, I've been playing volleyball for like eight years. I started setting for my first two years of volleyball. And then for five years after that, I hit. 
and that caused a reoccurring shoulder injury that my body was my body was just not built for hitting because now I have a labrum tear now and I have to get surgery. So now I'm back setting because I'm I, you know I can't I don't I can't hit anymore, but I want to do as much as I can for the team. So I'm like team. I'm gonna be a setter now. So part of me wishes like maybe if I had stuck with setting, like who knows like what my path would be for college, like you know because I've been playing all my life, like I can't picture not playing anymore. But I think I do need to get surgery, and I want to get it as soon as possible while I'm young, while I can still heal. But when it comes to college, I mean, I'm mostly looking at, like, bigger-ish schools. Like, I don't know. I really want a wide variety of everything, like the sports, like the culture, the social life, the education, like everything. And I definitely want to play club when I'm in college because, I mean, I, I just love the sport so much. And when it comes to after college, if I could coach or do something with volleyball, like I would love to. That's awesome. How about you, Izzy? Well, I mean, I'm going down the college route, and um, I mean, playing in college was never an option for me. I started freshman year. I mean, I was a two-year varsity player. Like, it was never really in the picture for me, but definitely trying out for club volleyball teams when I get to whatever school I end up at would definitely be something I'm interested in. Um, I've already been doing some research on, like, the clubs at different schools yeah. and um, the kind of atmosphere that I'm looking for, and yeah. Awesome. Siobhan? Um, I'm going to take a gap year, and I've been begging Northeast to let me work there, but I can't until I'm 18, which will be next month. So <laughs> as soon as I turn 18, I'm applying so I can still stay in the game. That's awesome. So it looks like, I mean, volleyball is a big part of your life, and it's going to be for a long time, right? And I think that's so, so great. And when I look at Staples Athletic, right, Staples is a great school. I mean, it gives you guys a lot of resources to play and all that. And has has the program changed from when you when you guys began here? And can you talk a little bit about that? I think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree completely. My freshman year, I moved here, so not only was I looking at a new volleyball program, it was a new it was a new high school, completely new state. Um, and I think, I mean, I definitely think it's changed from when I was a freshman, and was brought onto the team by Shep my freshman year. I think it was also weird. It was COVID. Our freshman mm -hmm. year was COVID, so who knows? Obviously, it changed a lot, um, but I think it, if it's changed definitely for the better. When it comes to participation in Staples Girls Volleyball and trying to grow the the um, what's it called the program? The program. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's really taken a good path. That's great, and I, it's funny you mentioned the COVID year. So I was uh, looking it up. I think weren't you guys like the tournament champions of COVID year or we something so like that? We, I thought so that's what happened, right? I do have an FCAC champion champions twenty twenty sweatshirt from go. our pool that we were playing with like four teams. So yeah. you could say we won FCAC, so we won a fourth of FCAC. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll take the title. It's in yeah. our bio. <laughs> yeah. Of course, right? And I think it wasn't that. Was it last year? I think you were uh, all FCAC third team as well. Sorry. Last year, you were FCAC third team as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. right, so, that's a, so it looks like the program's on the right path. Right? I mean, yeah. you guys are growing and keep doing that. So, I mean, it was such a pleasure having you guys here. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank yeah. You. yeah. So now we're going to end up with, you know, we always do the podcast, a little quick hits, okay? okay? okay. So I'm going to ask a question. We'll go down the line and we'll do it again. Okay. All right? Okay. So we start. Uh, favorite Taylor Swift song? Our song. Um, you Belong With Me. Our song. Not copying you, Lucy, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok or Instagram? TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, movies or Netflix, movies, movies, 100%. movies, pizza or sushi, 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 pizza, math or English, math, math, English, fiction or nonfiction, 
Non-fiction. Fiction. Fiction. Crossfit or yoga? Crossfit. Yoga. Yoga. Beach or sightseeing? Beach. Beach. <laughs> Beach. Coolest thing in your room? Hmm. I need to think a little bit. Um, I have these nine, um, nine of my favorite New Yorker covers um, hung up in my room. I love, I love that magazine. <laughs> All right. I have a chalkboard wall. Very cool. I have my pet bunny. His name's Salami. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you can't live without. I don't know if I should answer like my family or like an. Yeah, I was gonna say like my family. <laughs> well, I, I think the family standard. Give me like okay. a, maybe an item or, or something that you do every day or that that's like that. My driver's license. Mm. That's a good one. I was gonna say my car maybe. Your car. My car. Music. Elf in your car. Oh, music. Yeah, oh, all right. Today we had to practice without music. Oh, it was torturous. The vibes were the vibes the same. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you could have lunch with any historical figure, who would it be? Probably. There's so many to choose from. There's so many. There's so many. Probably Abigail Adams. Abigail Adams. Can I guess? Hmm. I'm going to get an answer. I just need to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. It is interesting, right? Because when you think about it, like uh, who would, if you had that one person, right? I mean, Abigail Adams is a great one. And there's so many times. There's just so there's many just so ma- There's yeah, so many. Yeah, so many. Because so many, many, it always depends on what you like, right? What's re- really into at the moment, right? So if it's like, if, it, if it's a book, it might be the author. If it's uh, music, it might be the same. So you, you just never know. I mean, I would just say just someone like brilliant, like like Albert Einstein. Good one. Probably because I'm learning about him right now, Frederick Douglass. He's just such an interesting guy. For sure. And last one, if you could change one thing about the world, what would that be? Where do we even start? <laughs> <There's just laughs> um, I would want I would want to take away like war and controversy and just disagreement. I mean, that's unrealistic. You can't fully take away disagreement, but I, I think more peace. If I could, I mean inequality, just in general, whether that's gender, race. I agree. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, it, it, and it is because when you look at all this stuff, right? I mean, go go back to John Lennon, right? Imagine everyone be living in peace and how yeah. great that would be, right? Yeah. Well, ladies, again, thank you so much for being thank here. It was a pleasure having, having you. Thank you okay. So much yeah. for having us. Thanks a lot. Thank you.